I walked into the sports office one day. James Brown was in there. And just so you, in case you guys want to know how old I am, James Brown was in there using a typewriter. And, um, <laughs> and he says to us, me and my fellow interns, he said, hey, guys, what are the names of some race car drivers? Now, keep in mind, I don't know auto racing like that, but I knew the names of some drivers. So yeah. I started reeling off some names. He says, wow, a brother that knows auto racing. And then... <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, after that, he kind of like took me under his wing. Now, yeah. you, you're talking about some of the things that led up to it. Then there must have been some type of connection because I have an uncle. Well, may he rest in peace. My uncle was a basketball star in the D.C. area growing up. Um, James Brown was also a basketball star in the area. He knew my uncle. They played against each other. I didn't know that going into the thing, but they played against each other a few times. Here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, 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 it's a beautiful day. Hey, 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 indeed. And listen, if you guys are podcasters, I think you're really going to like this episode. But before we dive into that, if you're digging this show, I'd like you to just take your phone and forward this to a friend, somebody who may need this information because it is packed with goodies. And the gentleman I'm about to introduce, uh, we became friends about a year ago and uh, we're both podcasters and that kind of connected us. And um, he has a saying, it's going like this. World civility starts with how you communicate with others. Media Boss Pro will help you to drive your competitors crazy by using media to make it so your ideal clients will find you and pay you. So this gentleman knows how to do all of that. He can help your show. He can help you build a show. He can do all the technology behind the show. He's a brilliant man, and he's got what it takes to do what you want to do. Let's take a ride today. Strap up your seatbelts, because we're taking a ride to Greenbelt, Maryland, from the Music City to hang out with Dr. Barrett L. Matthews. I think we're like really just off to the races here on podcasting your global career. And we've got Barrett Matthews with us today. Uh, the media boss, man, you, you got it all going on. You're doing things that uh, <laughs> only some of us dream of doing Barrett. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure what that is exactly, but uh, thank you. James. I appreciate that. <laughs> you're, I call it stacking the cool and, and you're doing it in such a way um, I love the fact that you have all these ancillary benefits to not just your podcast, uh, but also you're able to help other podcasters with all of the different things that you have attached to your business. So let's talk about some of these things and how you got into all these different avenues of service. Wow. Well, my my, my college major was media. I was a mass media arts major. And it's funny because I didn't never thought I would be majoring in that because I just thought I thought everybody was interested in radio and television. I just thought that was just something everybody liked in movies and all that stuff. I just 
thought it was something everyone liked. And I found out that it was actually a college major. I'm like, wow, what do you know? And um, I, I changed my major from what was architecture to mass media. My grades shot up. And um, so, of course, you know, everyone liked that. And then um, I actually started working while well, in college. I was I was writing for the school newspaper. I was uh, hosting a post post game football show. I was I was uh, the the uh, news anchor doing sports. I was a big sports person. I was a sports director for the radio station, and got a, you know just got a chance to immerse myself in the whole media thing. And then got out of college. I got a, an opportunity. I, I was very, very blessed. I, I mean, I can't even fake it. I was blessed because. I got a chance while I was in college to do an internship at a, a local uh, TV station in DC, WUSA, and got a chance to meet a sports reporter at the time. He was well, he wasn't the main anchor, but everybody knows him now on TV. But that was James Brown, the sports scout for CBS, and he was he became my mentor and took me under his wing, helped me get my first job out of college, helped me get my second job out of college. And I just got you know more and more into the media, got away from media for a while for, from some other stuff that happened in career wise. And then it kept pulling me back in, just like the Godfather. It kept pulling me back in. And now I'm using it differently because media has become different. It's it's changed. And now it's it's a it's a way that I can actually help people to control their own media instead of waiting on other people to call their name. Yeah, so let let me ask you. Let's back up a little bit about the mentoring that you were tied to in college. Um, do you feel like you are putting that out there? Like it just it just somehow it doesn't seem like things drop in your lap. There's always something operating as far as a vibration level. Um, there was something in you probably that that attracted that to you. Um, any um any looking back on that and thinking about. Hmm, why did I get connected? Because uh, you were available and things just connected. Well, they they say you know they say luck is a combination of preparation and opportunity. Yeah, and you know, my college professors, I give them credit too. They told us do internships, so I did a lot of them. I did a lot of them, and it's just like in anything, like you know. You, you you know the music industry. You put enough stuff out there, something's going to hit eventually. <laughs> so yeah, you raise your hand, right? You know, hey, right, exactly. Here, you know, so I I did a lot of internships and I learned a whole lot. And you know, as you keep learning, you can take that onto the next experience. So I feel that I was putting myself out there, putting the energy out there, putting the effort out there to where it was going to get noticed. Now. When I got that opportunity as an intern at, at WSA, a funny thing happened. I mean, this is this is how it happened. I, I walked in. I was a sports intern, and our job back then was to go watch the games and just pick out highlights and bring them. This is back when we had tapes, and um, and we had to write down, uh, you know, when and the timestamp of when the highlight happened, so the editor could put it together for the sports caps on the news. I walked into the sports office one day. James Brown was in there, and just so you, in case you guys want to know how old I am, James Brown was in there using a typewriter, and um, <laughs> and he says to us, me and my fellow interns, he said, hey guys, what are the names of some race car drivers? Now, keep in mind, I don't know auto racing like that, but I knew the names of some drivers. So yeah. I started reeling off some names. He says, wow, a brother that knows auto racing. And then... <laughs> and, um, <laughs> 
<laughs> and then, you know, after that, he kind of like took me under his wing. Now, yeah. you, you're talking about some of the things that led up to it. Then there must have been some type of connection because I have an uncle. Well, may he rest in peace. My uncle was a basketball star in the D.C. area growing up. Um, James Brown was also a basketball star in the area. He knew my uncle. They played against each other. I didn't know that going into the thing, but they played against each other a few times. Yeah. Also, uh, James Brown's first girlfriend, first girlfriend, is a good friend of my family. <laughs> wow. Didn't it's... know it then, but found these things out later. So that it was something that was going to connect us in one way or another. Yeah, it's funny how those connections are under the surface it's uh they they call it the sex the six um touches of connection you know you're only mm -hmm. removed by six people but but back to, your, back to your point about getting that very very wise advice from one of the professors um to do internship it, it's kind of like um the oldest advice is always the best advice my mom used to tell mm -hmm. me as a 13 or 14 year old i was going up at the local golf course to caddy and you, if you're the new kid, like the some of the bags were bigger than I was when I was that. Right? You know, <laughs> yeah. like, What's this kid carrying a bag? What is going on here? So I would get so frustrated because I come home after five or six hours and said, Mom, I just I can't get a loop. The, the guy will caddy messer will not put me out. Just keep going up there until he gets sick of looking at your face. And for me being a creative to sit on the wall and wait yeah. for hours was torture. I mean, I, I had no trouble with school with that. I was like climbing the walls. I needed to be in the woods <laughs> building something. And so I finally got I out. And then lo and behold, uh, you know, it, she was right. You know, you get sick of looking at you. Finally, he's going to just say, all right, this guy's not going away. I got to put him out there. But uh, but see what it did for you. It just connected you to so many opportunities along mm -hmm. your path. So now... We're fast forward, and and another parallel was um, when I was in high school. I'd forgotten all about this. A sophomore in high school, I was a radio DJ on an FM station ah. in our high school, and I had forgotten That's about. It. Like, look at all these decades later, and I'm still doing the same thing. It, it's the same principle: a microphone, yep. an audience. It's just the technology has changed. You know, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you know, for me. That's why everybody's like, God, you do it so like it's nothing to you. I'm like, I've been doing this you know, for so long. And yeah. even like you know, public speaking, we were before we started, we were, we were talking about you know, I was in church yesterday. I've been speaking in church since I could talk. <laughs> so <laughs> speaking in public is not a big deal to me. Yeah. And, you know, for some people, it drives them nuts with anxiety, but doesn't really do that much to me. It's just it's just talking. Yeah. So you're home. I mean, you felt like um, you finally landed in the place, you know, and we go through all these iterations, you know, got down these side roads and everything. But uh, eventually we come to the place where we belong. So in that journey, Barrett, um, how did you discover like what was the first piece after you got the podcast up and running? Um, or was it the business first and then the podcast? How did it um, end up? Uh, you being the media boss, um, what kind of came first for you? It, it's funny, uh, James, that I actually don't consider myself the media boss. Okay. The media <laughs> boss no, no, actually, and I'm glad you said that because I, I, I always tell people, media boss is actually what I want other people to become. Right. Okay. Because And, and, I, and I, I, I put that out there like that because what it is is that 
from the time I started in media till now, media has changed tremendously. It's, just, it's kind of like what you were alluding to, is that, you know, back back when we were growing up and stuff, if you wanted to be on a radio show or TV show, someone had to think you were interesting enough to, yeah. <laughs> to bring you on for a couple minutes. And, you know, people were just waiting and hoping that someone would call on them. Now, you don't have to wait on anyone. You can call your own name. You can pull yourself up there and you can be on several media platforms and control how the message is put out, who hears the message, where it goes, when it comes out, all of those things. And I always say when you can control your own media like that, you become a media boss. Yeah, it's a fascinating concept. It really is because... uh... You know, I've said to people that there was a point there when I um, was doing the I Am Victorious album in Nashville where the Lord kind of influenced me to pause the podcast. He didn't say stop. He said pause it. And I had never mm-hmm. done that. And I was like, oh, man, there goes the show. And I came back after three weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And I had more downloads than when I was doing it. And I said, well, that, that was kind of cool. <laughs> I, I should stay away more often. <laughs> <laughs> If I want to be appreciated, just go away, <laughs> you know? And and it was like that's it, it works like that. Yeah, you can you can just decide, look, I need to work on a project. I can just step away for a while. I can even get a guest host or whatever. But um the cool thing about it is like you said, it, you're in control of your own destiny and your yeah. own schedule. And uh I remember when Bill O'Reilly uh, conservative uh, guy got kicked off of Fox for whatever was going on with him at the time. Yeah, yeah. It was like the next day he had a podcast. It was yeah. like, it was so quick. It was like, boom, well, so what? The network fired me, but now I am I have my own show going on, you know? I mean, my, my podcast, I don't put out content as much as I probably would like to or probably should be, but my numbers are going up. <laughs> yeah, right. Because you're doing quality content. Really, that's what it gets down to, you know? And it's funny, you said about the media boss having this um, this sort of uh, diametrically opposite thing. And and I somebody called me out on because I call myself the master storyteller. Mm-hmm. And the reason was because when, you know, back in my electrical trade days, um, uh-huh. I was an electrical contractor. When you, you aspire to become a master electrician, yeah. So when I when I endeavored into the broadcasting space, I said, well, I'm going to endeavor to be a master storyteller because I know I'm not one. But one day, perhaps right. if I say it enough, I will. Right, be right, right. I get what you're the saying. The whole thing was in jest. You know, it's like yeah. sort of like tongue in cheek and like I'm laughing about it, you know, because it's <laughs> it seems very narcissistic, but it's not at all. You know? <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Yeah. So, uh, so tell me what's, what's your favorite part of your day, Barrett? What do you love to do the most out of all these things that you got your hands in? Wow. Um, of course, bringing on new clients. That, that's, yeah. that's the best part, bringing on new clients. Cause you know, we, we, we produce content for people, produce podcasts, media for, for different people and being able to just bring on someone new, it it's always fun because especially someone who who hasn't done any type of media like that before, and they need you to walk them through it, show them what they're doing because yeah. they're they're you know their eyes are wide open and they're and they're ready to learn. And it's nothing like when you have someone who's eager to learn something and you can show them how to do it and you know what to do, and when you can make it kind of seamless for them because most of the stuff that I do is almost you know it's pretty done pretty done for you you know so it's like yeah give us your content we'll take it from there 
So can I build on that question and say, take us down a, a quick trail of somebody comes to you as a new client. They really don't know an, a lot about the podcasting space. As a client, as a new client, what can they expect by signing up for your services? What can sure, you do? Sure. sure. What we Well, what they do is we give them, first of all, my 35 years of experience in media. They, they're going to get that working for them. They're also going to get a personal podcast producer, someone who's going to handle their podcast. So if they send us their content and they say later, you know, can we edit this part out? You have a personal person that you can contact. So it's not some automated system. You're going to actually talk to that person who can just say, okay, we can take care of it for you. And then what, we, what we're going to do is we're going to actually put your podcast on at least 10 different platforms after we've edited, we're going to insert the music for you. We're going to insert commercials for you. If you have, if you have commercials that you want to put in there, we're also going to make sure that you are learning how to monetize it. Cause we give you, we give you consultation with it. That goes you know year round. That shows you how to monetize your podcast and you know, turn it into something profitable for you. If that's something that you're interested in, some people just want to get their message out there. But we de- we then introduce you to different ways where you can get more downloads and get more people interested in your podcast. And of course, there are different options. If you want to go video as well, we can show you how to do that and how to get more more eyes on your podcast and how to we we can take that. We can if you want have, if you want to do a video option, we can actually take your YouTube and create a banner around it to make it look more professional with your colors, your logo, so forth and so on. But the main thing is that we want to give you a professional product, a premium product that puts you out there and makes you stand out above, above everybody else that you're dealing with. Wow. That's that's awesome because, you know, if somebody just starts a podcast and I'm a perfect example of that, you go with a dream and a passion and a desire. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did it for my music uh, uh, originally. And then I said, you know, I should really interview other people around. But I didn't have a plan in place. Like, I never right, knew right. how I was going to monetize it. Yeah. And it's been a journey of, you know, hitting hitting brick walls all the way. So for somebody like you to come along and say, listen, I've roadmapped this and I've designed what needs to happen if you want to monetize and make this into a profession so I think that's just amazing to, um, yeah, hey, yeah. why don't you give it's us uh, a heads up on your your website or what's the best way for people to reach out to find out about this, Barrett? That's where to find me is on LinkedIn. That's okay. That's where to find LinkedIn. Barrett Matthews on LinkedIn. Just find me on LinkedIn and this, and I, you know, I have my calendar link there as well. You can just click on the calendar and schedule a time to, to book with me and we can talk further about what it is you're doing, what it, is, what your goals are, and how we can help you if we can help you, and see if we can we can do something for you. And it's Media Boss Podcast, correct? Yes, my my podcast is Media Boss Podcast. So um, we'll have, of course, all these the links in the show notes for you folks to just uh, click on and and contact Barrett. Hey Barrett, I want to ask you uh, when you're doing uh, chill time, you want to get away from business. What do you like to do? What's your favorite thing? My favorite thing is to travel. Um, haven't done much of that lately, but I'm, I'm actually going away soon now. But um, my favorite thing is to travel. But I, and it's funny because there was this misconception about me. There a lot of people, they knew I would travel a lot. So they think that's all I do. I am a homebody to the core. Yeah. I, would, <laughs> I love being home, t- turning on TV, watching some sports or watching a movie. By myself, I, I am perfectly content with that. Yeah, someone asked me 
Well, what did you learn from COVID? I said, I learned that I was right about myself, that I'm okay <laughs> just being alone. <laughs> you know, I got a lot of that in me too. And I, I think it's part of uh, the songwriting thing. You need to spend a lot of time alone to yeah. write songs and yeah. things. But, but I'm with you too. Like when I want to chill out uh, a good movie and just shut off the brain, you know, and just yeah. stop thinking. Right, while, right. You know, Put yourself important. in another space, man. It, yeah, it, it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite? Uh, are you a, uh, into uh, basketball big time, or what do you like? What's your favorite? Football sport? is my favorite. Football, football yeah. Football, yeah. football is uh, that's my first love. So uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. But I like basketball, boxing, track. I like all. I like most sports. Yeah, I got. Um, I think football is my favorite. I mean, I've I've given up on being fans of anybody because I don't have the time. But it's right. just like when there's a game on, it's like oh, I'm in. It's fall. You know, the leaves have turned. It's like oh, you got that thing going. But um, yeah. I made the mistake of becoming a UFC fan uh, about years ago. Hmm. It was so bad. It would be like it would be going on 11 o'clock and I just hit the channel as I'm getting ready to go to bed. And there's a UFC. And then three minutes later, I'm up, I'm moving, I'm jumping all over the living room. I'm getting all pumped. Up. I'm getting all excited. I just, got, I just got into the XFL League. Oh, did you? Oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I just got into that. And I'm, I was just saying, I, I may go to a game this weekend. It's coming weekend because they, um, you know, I'm in the D.C. area. We have a team and they have the best record in the league. So I said, I may as well go see them. So, wow. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. They had what was it? The USFL they had years ago. And it They're kind of supposed to be coming back. And what's that? They're supposed to be coming back. Yeah. All these leagues yeah. are starting up again because I think everybody looks at the NFL and say, God, if I could do a tenth of that, um, right, right, you know, right. They are so wealthy. I mean, they are the richest franchise oh, yeah. ever. You know, and they only do what eighteen games or whatever without playoffs yeah. or something. It's crazy, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, yeah, they're making money. Yeah. Um, as we're winding down, um, last thing I'd like you to just do, if you would, um, give everybody our listeners out there who are on the threshold of perhaps starting a podcast or maybe they've started one they're a little unclear what can you say to them um that would help them connect to you to to help pull them over the line to say hey do this professionally right out of the gate and don't waste any time what could you share with you with that well one is that there's no there's no cookie cutter way to do a podcast so stop trying to figure out how you can be like everybody else. Your voice is your voice. The people who are going to follow you are the people who are going to follow you. Uh, James's people don't follow me. My people don't follow James. Those are, those are our separate audiences. So stop trying to be like everyone else. Be you. But if you want to do it right, I, I, I always have, have an expression that in order to get it done, you don't have to be the one. So hire somebody who likes doing what you need to get done. Let them do it. And then set it and forget it. <laughs> you know? So just let someone else do it. Just produce your content, send it to the people that love, love to do it and let them do it. Amen. Best best advice out there. Barrett, it was a pleasure. Always a pleasure to hang with you, my brother. Um, you know, I'll do anything for you, man. You know I got you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And I want to wish all God's blessings on you, Thank your you. family, you. Uh, your career, and your quiet time more than anything else. You too, man. Same to you. Hey, if you guys like what's going on here, please leave a great review in the Apple Podcasts. I've left a simple review process in the show notes and we'd really appreciate it. And also, don't be shy. Forward this to your best friend because you know they need it. Hey, if you need some coaching, hit up the link in the show notes 
It's Calendly.com forward slash Dharmic. And you can take a little chance with me and I'll get you on your way. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery Take a ride with me